welcome to Cross Communities Podcast. We're glad you're here to listen today. We would love to connect with you today for listening to our podcast. Please fill out a connect card on our website at c3nas.net. You can also support the ministries of Cross Community by giving online on our website. We hope that today's message will strengthen your faith and help you to love God and people more. We begin a very short series, just a couple of Sundays, but this is a fun Sunday. This is a Sunday to celebrate. This is a Sunday to have nachos. Yes. And so I hope you, you know, I only ate yogurt for breakfast because I knew nachos were on the menu. So I hope you're ready. And if you're new with us today, please stay around. We have plenty. We would love to get to know you and, uh, and just we want you to celebrate with us. We're looking back today at what God has done in our church over the last four years. And so hopefully I'll be able to tell that story in a quick enough fashion so that we're ready for nachos. But if you have your scriptures, I would invite you, however you get your Bible, to open them, whether that's in book form or app form, and find your way to Psalm 36. If you have one of those apps, you can switch. I'm going to be reading from the New Revised Standard Version today. And so I invite you to hear from the Word of the Lord, Psalm 37. And we're told that this is a Psalm, I'm sorry, Psalm 36, sorry. Psalm 36. I was looking at Psalm 37, but it's actually Psalm 36. And uh, it tells us there in Psalm 36 that this is uh, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord. But hear the word of the Lord this morning. Transgression speaks to the wicked deep in their hearts. There is no fear of God before their eyes. For they flatter themselves in their own eyes that their iniquity cannot be found out and hated. The words of their mouth are mischief and deceit. They have ceased to act wisely and do good. They plot mischief while on their beds and they are set on a way that is not good. They do not reject evil. This sounds like a celebration passage, doesn't it? Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your judgments are like the great deep. You save humans and animals alike, O Yahweh. How precious is your steadfast love, O God. All people may take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. And you give them drink from the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Oh, continue your steadfast love to those who know you and your salvation to the upright of heart. Do not let the foot of the arrogant tread on me or the hand of the wicked drive me away. There the evildoer lies prostrate. They are thrust down, unable to rise. This is the Word of God for the people of God here and online. And our response is, thanks be to God. Well, according to the manual of the Church of the Nazarene, when we finish our church calendar year, the pastor is to give a report 
of what has happened in that year. And this year, today, will be my 13th annual report to Cross Community Church of the Nazarene, where I have the privilege and honor of serving as your pastor. Now, we've done 13 of these, so you should know that I don't like to just read a report. I don't like to take time away from Scripture and a chance to announce good things uh, with just facts and data and all those kinds of things. So I like to mash those together because I think that the Scripture is going to show what God has been doing and invite us to participate in this great celebration psalm that we have heard read this morning. But it begins... With David being upset. Oh, wait, I guess I should start my report. Cross community church, family members and attenders, church board members, and anybody important who's watching online. Welcome to my report. Uh, Psalm 36, it begins, David is upset. We don't know exactly what's going on, but if you've ever read the story of David, his life was filled with great peaks, high mountains, and low valleys. And so probably somewhere in here, he was bemoaning someone who was trying to take power, an enemy that was maybe of another, uh, the Philistines or somebody, the Amalekites or the Ammonites or somebody like that, some, something that ends with an ite at the end of it were probably just really frustrating him. And so he begins by just declaring this to God. And he begins to talk about the things that he sees happening in them. And he he names it. He puts it out there. But then, and there's always a but then, but then something happens. And we don't know what happened between verse Uh, verse 4 and verse 5, but something takes place. He then begins to look back, maybe. And we begin to see the fruit of what happens when he looks back. And he begins to see God's faithfulness. Maybe, if if you don't know the story of David... David was the youngest of his family. If anybody was to be in line for the king, it wasn't supposed to be David. And yet, that little, small, ruddy boy was the one that God anointed and said, You will become king. I know Saul is on the throne right now, but you will become king. And David was faithful as a shepherd. And David remembers God's faithfulness when he, as a young boy, faced a warrior and a mountain of a man in the giant Goliath. And he was faithful. God was faithful to him then with just five stones and a slingshot to take down the warrior of the Philistines. God was faithful while David was waiting for God's promise to be fulfilled. And he was a servant of Saul. David had many opportunities, but would not take the opportunity to take power of his own might. But he waited on the faithfulness of God to deliver the throne, deliver the promise to him. Maybe he was remembering God's faithfulness even when he failed and sinned. And God 
still was faithful to him. But whatever happened, as he's in the middle of listing out all of these evil things that wicked people were doing to him then, there is something that happens that makes him stop and makes him begin to celebrate. And it begins with these words, Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. That's a, that's a pretty sharp contrast, isn't it? And yet there's something that stirs within him. I want us to look at that word that is translated steadfast love. It is actually the Hebrew word chesed. Now, we're going to say that together. But just be careful. You don't want to spit on the back of the person's head in front of you. It is the word chesed. Are you ready to say this with me? Ready? One, two, three. Chesed. Very good. Nice. Let's try that again. One, two, three. Chesed. And one more time so you dream about it tonight. One, two, three. Chesed. Now, chesed literally means, and I I like Dr. Tim Mackey's version of this. He says it's very hard to translate into really any language because it combines some things. It combines some ideas. Chesed combines the ideas of love generosity, and enduring commitments. He said all of that, though, is wrapped up because it is also describes an act of promise-keeping. Promise-keeping loyalty that is motivated by deep personal care. So when David declares that, God, your chesed reaches to the skies, He is saying your love, but your love that expresses itself in generosity and your love and generosity that is expressed in this enduring commitment and is described in the way that you keep your promises and you're loyal and you're motivated by deep care of me. That's all that's wrapped up in that idea when he says your chesed, O Lord, reaches to the heavens. And it almost seems like it's a synonym of faithfulness, but he goes on, he uses a different word. We're not going to learn that word today, but he just sandwiches it in there. He wants to close everything. Your chesed reaches to the skies, your faithfulness to the clouds. He begins to express this. It changes the tenor from focusing on what was happening among the wicked to focusing on God's chesed, his enduring, loyal Love. And this shifts something for David. And I hope that it will shift something for us as well. Because when we come to this passage today, on this day in 2022, I don't think, well, I'm going to say it anyways, but I don't think it needs to be said, that the last couple of years have been a little difficult. For all of us, whether you're here in this building or you're joining us online, this last year, two years, have been filled with difficulties. And I think that we could begin to to list off all those things like David was listing off with his enemies, whoever they were, whatever situation was going on. We could begin to start talking about viruses. And uh, I don't want to hear one more thing about a virus. Just, I wish it would go away. It's terrible. I, I don't want to hear anything more about those things. And then politics get involved. And I know some of you, as I was reading the description that David had, was thinking of one of these two guys. I'm not going to ask you which one. 
but, uh, but it just gets involved and it gets into everything. And then over the last few years, there was mask or no mask. And it just seemed to provide one more thing for us to have a difficulty around. And that led to tons of anger on everybody's mind and everybody's heart and everywhere just seemed to flood with anger and frustration. Can you just hear David's stuff rolling around in your head as well? But today, my friends, is about looking back over four years at God's chesed, at His enduring, loyal love. Are you ready? I am. But we're going to say this verse a few times. Because I want it, I want you to memorize it. I want you to leave here with these words pounding in your hearts. So let's say this together along with the psalmist David. Are you ready? One, two, three. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. All right, good. Get ready. It's going to pop up. We're going to be saying that a bunch of times. On May 5th of 2018, we gathered together as a church back before we were even thinking about a pandemic could ever be on the horizon. God put it on our hearts to gather together and we saved the date and we came together at our come together conference and we began to dream along with God of what God might be calling us to do. And we looked at and said over the next four years, we believe that God is going to call us to strive after these ten goals. And we're just going to strive after them and ask God to help us and bless us and lead us and guide us. And we're just going to see what God can do. We came up with a really clever name, the ten four goals. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. But we began to lean into these and see what we could do, what God would do through us. And so one of the first ones that we decided we were going to really lean into was that we wanted to send out an international missions trip. I honestly, I've shared this with you in the past, I honestly thought this was going to be the last thing that we did. I I thought, you know, we'll, we'll... get on those other ones and we'll get going. And oh, by the way, probably at the summer, right before uh, we finish these goals, we'll, we'll be ready to send a team. But by July of 2019, 20 people had said yes. And an entire church gathered around them. And we gathered 2,500 pairs of shoes to sell and we collected cans and we ate at Chick-fil-A and and we raised funds and and people donated and a donor gave a matching donation and we were able to go to Zagreb, Croatia and work with this little tiny church that's behind us right there. And we worked with the missionaries, uh, Dave and Betsy Scott, and we worked with the indigenous pastors of the two congregations that met there, the Leals and the, and the uh, Spantas, and we were, we were there with them. And what a powerful service that was. We did so many things. We worked with Syrian refugees. We cleaned up. We ate incredible food. Uh, we had fun together. And we were frugal. And we were able to leave $5,000 with that little church. And we were able to buy them a translation system so that when one person was speaking in one language, it could be translated into another language. God 
worked. God blessed us. God was with us. And lives were literally changed because of this international missions trip. I think we need to say it. Because God's enduring love was with us. Let's say this together. One, two, three. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds. Number two. We believe the time was right for us to call an associate pastor. I wasn't sure when this was going to take place. We had had a donor that had left a sizable amount for us when we ever got to that point. And we were going to dip into that. But we invited some of you to be one of 50 people who would give $15 a week. And that would go into a fund that would help us. And uh, Lori and I decided to take the leap and move out of the parsonage and, and buy a home in a neighborhood so that that could be available as well. And on August of 2019... Pastor Kyle and Morgan and Owen accepted the call and moved here to journey with us. And they did their part to grow the church because a little while later they had Theo. And we are blessed. I am blessed to have Pastor Kyle here. He has made some incredible changes and he's, they moved here in the, right before a pandemic. He hasn't even seen a normal year yet. But we have seen things. And I just want to pause right here. Because I want to say, for the record, remember this is my report. That God has blessed this pastor with an amazing team. And uh, I couldn't do this without you guys. These last couple years has been hard and difficult, but we were together, and we were a team, and you each brought an incredible piece to that team, and I am so blessed to have you on this team. So thank you. I look forward to many years. Can we thank Pastor Kyle and Deidre? Thank you, guys. And we just have to say it. One, two, three. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds. We also decided that we believed that God wanted Cross Community Church, this building, to be used in the healing of people. And so we decided we wanted to really lean into some recovery groups over these four years and just see where God would be taking us. And some of you rose to that challenge, and, and we began to see things happen. And in 2018, Grief Share began with Paul Bob, who read our scripture today, and Darlene Hammer, uh, his aunt. And they began this ministry, and it has gone uh, for a couple of times each year since its beginning. And that has been phenomenal, some healing time for people who are going through grieving and loss and bereavement. And then in 2019, divorce care started with Laura Jennings, with Pat Felton, Ray Jenkins has helped. And that those ministries continue to today because somebody caught a vision. I said, we're going to strive after this and we're just going to open up. I'm going to take a step out. I'm going to buy curriculum. I'm going to get up. I'm going to plan some times and we're going to, we're going to get into this. We're just going to open the doors. We're going to put this out on a sign, on a wooden sign out on Oakland Drive and just see who comes in. 
And each time it's offered, a new group of people come through and they hear the good news that divorce and bereavement is not the end because God is with us. They begin to hear, Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, Your faithfulness to the clouds. There are more recovery groups that we could do. And so I want you to begin to think about that, pray about that. What is God calling you? During the pandemic, we saw a heightened uh, rise in substance abuse addictions. Is God calling us to start a Celebrate Recovery or something along those lines? It's an investment. It's time. It's effort. It's opening up our hearts and our building. But is God calling us? I don't know. Maybe next week. We'll see. Number four, we decided God was calling us to pay off our mortgage. And we knew that things, it was coming up. We were going to get there in just this time period. It was that low-hanging fruit, you know. But we wanted to strive for it. And we actually accomplished this early in the midst of a pandemic. And in October of 2020, we celebrated. We went out of this place. We went right out there. It was still cold. And we did this. Do you remember this? God is faithful. God is faithful. $1.2 million. Exciting stuff right there. Woo. We saw God do an amazing thing as we committed to saying we wanted to put money into ministry and not into a building. I think we have to say it again, my friends. One, two, three. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds. We decided also that we wanted to be a blessing in our community, either right here in our Portage, Kalamazoo area, or we wanted to bless another church on our district. That meant we were going to try and do a service project every other month. So I think I have my math correct. You know, pastors and math. I see a thousand people out here right now. (laughs) But that would mean six per year. That means over four years, we would do 24 different service projects. I want you to know that God helped us, even in the midst of a pandemic, to complete 27 service projects. Can you believe that? I mean, that is just incredible as we put our hearts and our minds into creative ways that we could reach out, bless other churches, bless people in our community, uh, continue to give from our food pantry out into loaves and fishes, all kinds of ways that we were able to bless the community because God called us and then said, if you'll strive after this, I'm going to enable and help you all the way along. I think we have to say it again, my friends. Ready? One, two, three. Your Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Now, I want to combine these two because our sixth goal was that we wanted to start a second service. And our seventh goal was that we wanted to be on our way towards starting a new campus. 
And we were dreaming about somewhere out west, uh, you know, pawpaw, somewhere between here and the lake. And we hoped to be in that. And of course, we all know that March 2020, a pandemic began. And I honestly, in my time of prayer, began to think, okay, well, some of these are probably just going to have to be put on the back burner. Maybe we'll, we'll do something else. But our God is faithful. And he began to, to shift some things. And, and I wasn't expecting this, but all of a sudden there's some new technology. The first Sunday of the pandemic, we strapped an iPhone with duct tape to a music stand right over here so that we could figure out how to do this. And there were so many people, Mike Everts, Ray Jenkins, Nick, uh, tons of people gave so that we could begin to continue looking at this. We, we were eventually able, because we had paid off our mortgage, we were able to invest in some new tech, which invited crawling under this stage right over here with my son. I was grateful he was there. There were new beginnings and new tech. And because of that, we now have a second service. Did you know we have folks that watch throughout the week that maybe can't be here on Sunday morning for jobs or work or whatever's going on, but they watch online. And there are some folks every Sunday on our online campus, we now have 50 to 60 people who regularly cycle through that. These are the folks we can actually count, not just Facebook count, but we can count them. Do you realize we have a small church that meets online virtually every week. That's exciting. That's God cha- taking these goals that we were dreaming to a year and a half before there ever was a pandemic and made a way for those goals to be accomplished. If you're joining us online, we're so grateful that you're here. You're a part of us. We're, we're thrilled. We're excited. And we hope you'll continue and join. Have people come to your home to watch. This is going to be a great way to watch God just explode this out into our world, wherever people can gather. I think that I want us to thank everyone. If you have been involved in installing technology, learning technology, helping with worship, helping in any of the recordings, would you stand where you are right now if you've been a part of any of that? Go ahead, just stand right where you are. Big round of applause for these folks. They have invested time in order for all of this to take place. And I, for one, am grateful. And I think we're going to have to say it again. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds. Goal number eight. We're going to, we're going to race through some of these. We, we decided we wanted to start ten new off-site small groups that we were just getting to where the building wasn't big enough for all the people that we wanted to invite. We wanted to have some groups out there that people might get interested in. And whether it was a coffee shop meeting on Sunday mornings, all the way to eventually Zoom groups, God blessed us. And ten groups have been started and gone through, and we're praying for more to come in the years to come. Are you ready? Is God laying it upon your heart to teach or get a group together? This is exciting stuff. We're so grateful that God blessed us with these ten groups. And I think we have to say it again. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds.
This is the one that was probably the most difficult to understand and the most difficult to explain, probably because it involves numbers. But let me see if I can do this. What we were hoping was that in 2018 and 19, we were averaging about 180. And we decided if we would make a commitment to invite 180 new people, we would pray that God would bless us by giving us at least 15% of that 180 new people that would stay and become a part of Cross Community Church. And that would equal 27. And if you put 27 with 180, it equals 207. You can check my math. Please do. You probably should. That first year, we did invite more than 180 people. And we began to see God adding to our number. And then, of course, 2020 pandemic. And we began to see people, some people drop off here and there, come less frequently. Uh, we had online, how do we count people? How do we, how do we minister to people? How do we connect with people? That's what we really were, were focusing on and how do we do this? But I want you to know that this year, 2021 and 2022, when many churches are struggling and hurting, I want you to see this. Because God called us to this before the pandemic began. And this year, our average attendance has been 197 people. We actually grew from 180 to 197 through a pandemic. I'm not going to take you through the highs and lows of all of that. I'm just going to say that God grew us. God grew us through you, through your commitment to invite, to keep on, to get people online, to, to invest in technology, to pay down a mortgage, to call an associate pastor. God used you and his faithfulness is incredible. I think we just have to say it again. Your love, steadfast love, O oh Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. We're almost done, friends. But this is the one I'm most excited about. Because when I became your pastor almost 14 years ago, I knew when we came in the door that the We Care ministry was the one ministry of this church that reached non-church people every day of the week. I wanted to do whatever we could to make sure that there was a connection there. And part of that was four years ago, God laid it on our hearts that we wanted to pray and we wanted to invest. We wanted to, to do, Pastor Kyle and I do chapel with the kids. We enjoy that. We did VBSs together. We did all kinds of stuff every time we had a graduation, like we're going to have here next week. We want to be involved in that. We want to build those relationships. We want to do this. And I want you to know that even with a pandemic that happened and took two and a half years, God did it. We have 10 new families that are a part of regularly attending Cross Community Church because of what God has done and, we're, and our commitment to pray for this. This is amazing. Amen. Amen. And if you're here today because of something coming through the We Care, your kid went to We Care or whatever, we want you to know we prayed for you to be here. You're an answer to God's prayer, to our prayer to God. God answered our prayer in you. 
And we're glad you're here. And I want you to know that those families have been busy because those ten families have actually invited four new families. And they have now become regular attenders. And some of them have actually even joined the church. That's what I'm talking about. That's what God does. That's why we have to say it one more time. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds. Wow. I have to say thank you to a couple of amazing people. Our daycare director, Jennifer Harding, and her associate director, Liz Trainer, put heart and soul into every day. And not only that, then they go back on Sundays and they do children's church with the kids because they want that connection. They want to see those kids. And when they go into the gathering place as a part of We Care and they see the wheel that spins and they get prizes and the kids want to do it and they say, well, you have to come on Sunday. And then the kids come. And they hear the good news again, like they're hearing it in chapel and they're going to hear it in VBS this summer. It's exciting. They do amazing work. And I I don't see them here today. They might be out in the sun somewhere. But can we just say thank you if they're watching online? Thank you, Jen and Liz, for all the work you do. And I want to thank our We Care staff. If you're on staff at We Care, would you stand right now? We just want to say thank you to all that you do. If you work at the We Care at all, thank you so much. Yes. You are our missionaries to kids who need to hear about the love of Jesus every day. It's amazing, and we want to continue to invest in our We Care ministry. Well, when David began to declare the chesed of God, he begins to see it everywhere. In verses 7 and following, he, he begins to say these words. Maybe you're thinking something similar right now. How precious is your chesed, O God! All people may take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. And we're going to feast on nachos here soon. And you give them drink from the river of your delight. For with you is the fountain of life. And in your light we see light. In fact, your light is so bright that we actually see light within your light. God does amazing things. His enduring love preaches to the heavens, his faithfulness to the clouds. I just have to give a few, couple more shout outs. Are you ready? If you're on the Nazarene or the C3 Naz church board, would you stand right now? You have been through this. We've been through this together. You've prayed, you've invested time and effort. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. This has been a team effort with staff, but with board as well. And I'm so grateful for all of your time. And then, of course, I have to thank my family. Uh, My mom and my incredibly fast-growing son, thank you. I love both of you in this time that we get to spend together. And uh, Lori, I would not want to do this life without you. And I could not do what I do without your encouragement, your love, your laughter, your fun. I'm just so grateful for you today. 
And, and I see God's chesed often through you. You're a great example of that to me. And I'm grateful for that. And I wanted to say that to them today. Amen. Well, my friends, God prepared us before a pandemic. Jesus was with us through the pandemic. Can I get an amen on that? I think that's the amen time. Jesus was with us through the pandemic. And now today the Holy Spirit is leading us out. Not just of a pandemic, but into God's glorious future where we will see in His light what real light is all about. Where we will be able to drink from the rivers of His delight. Where He will feed us more than just nachos. Where we will begin to see all people take shelter under His wings. This is good news. I think we have to say it one last time. And would you stand while you say it? One, two, three. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds. Well, we've looked back. I can't wait to see what he has next. I'm so excited. And I'm so grateful that we here, we online, we get to do this together. Thank you for allowing me the privilege of being your pastor. I love you. I love you online, even if I've never met you. (laughs) And I'm so grateful for what we get to do. And so I respectfully submit my report. And we're done. That's a good way to get a standing ovation, isn't it? Have you stand up ahead of time. Let's pray. Your steadfast love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your judgments are like the ocean's tide. So we've tried our best to lift our voices to worship you today. How grateful we are that you have led us through. And we're excited to see where you will lead us in the future. So God, I pray that you would bless us today. As we go out, we pray that you would bless the food that we eat. I pray that you would bless the conversation, bind our hearts together, introduce us to someone new, make new friends. We pray that you would move out through us into our neighborhoods, our workplaces, our schools. And we would see, once again, many, many people come to know you. For your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the skies. We pray these things in the name of the Father who is for us, in the name of the Son who is with us, and in the name of the Holy Spirit who is in us, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Would you receive this blessing? And now, my brothers and sisters, friends online, may you, may you experience the rivers of joy of His delight. 
I pray that you in this looking back will be encouraged and begin to dream dreams. (laughs) And that God would begin to enable visions in our young people once again. That we would begin to be sent out into our world through this God who loves, who is faithful, and who cares. We pray this in His name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us online. If you're in the local area, come on down and get some nachos. we got plenty. The food is blessed. Go and enjoy nachos. Get to know some people. Have some fun. Thanks for being here. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.